Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in March of 2021. And welcome to episode 40. 40. (laughs) Oh my God, it's like my age. I just (laughs) turned 40. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Division strategies before the algorithm. You're still a baby. (laughs) To me. Well, thank you. (laughs) I don't feel like a baby anymore. Oh, honey, wait till you start waking up. Let me tell you. (laughs) And then once you hit 50, your body goes into a whole different system. (laughs) Yep. All right. We'd like to give give a a shout out out to John and Kyle from at Make Math Moments That Matter podcast. They said about our podcast, we love you and your podcast too. Oh my God. The feeling is mutual. So mutual. Very mutual. We love you, Kyle and John. I feel like they have more hours in their day than we do. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Right? How do they do everything that they are doing? Well, actually on one of their recent podcasts, they said, this is their hobby. So instead of doing other things that... Yeah. You know, other people, yeah, Mm -hmm. that other people do. This is what they love to do, which I guess that's kind of our hobby too. It is, but they, I don't know, they they have better time management than I do, I think, (laughs) because they've got like YouTube videos. They've got, I mean, their tasks that they've put out. Yeah, but I mean, they're amazing. They are amazing. We love you, Kyle and John. We do. Let's reflect. Okay. I want to reflect on last week's episode. Me too. All the strategies that we've discussed really need to be explored, developed, played with, using CRA, but more importantly, like really letting the students do all that, exploring these different strategies and not showing it to the kids. Right. This is not, I'm going to stand up here and lecture or this is not the I do, show you. We do, you do part at all. Yeah, no. It's, it's where you hope these kids can go mm-hmm. and the connections that you want them to make mm-hmm. and that you might ask. We talked, we discussed this in the last episode, really asking the right questions yes. to lead to that conversation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I wanted to reflect on one thing that I think we neglected to talk about with multiplication strategies before the algorithm is multiplication as scaling. Yes. One thing that came to mind was we didn't even talk about using bar models. No. Which is, again, one of my favorite things. I have lots of favorite things, as do you. (laughs) But especially when you get to those problems where someone has some amount and this other person has, you know, three times as many. (gasps) The bar model is so great to be able to use. Which I bet you also can be represented really well with Quisenaire rods. Yes, Annalise, we have got to have a Zoom with you. Seriously. So you can show us all the great things about Cuisinaire rods. All right, you're good news, Laura. Uh, Is it really good news? Yes, it is. It is good news. All right. 
I got the vaccine. Yay! You don't sound happy about that. Because I had every side effect that is known. And I'm not even going to say them because it's gross. And it was horrible. And, you know, about 48 hours later, I felt like a human being again. And I had the one and done. Right. Ugh. But. I I cannot be their spokesperson. That's all I can say. Listen, I think that that it's just one step closer to hugging people. <laughs> That's the only reason I decided to do this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh goodness. So, I guess I'm going to I'll be able to in a few more days wear my free hug shirt again, but now I have to add something on there. Only if you're vaccinated too? I don't oh, know. Gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I can't wait to start hugging people again. <sighs> All right, let's get let's get into it as I'm, I might be losing Laura throughout this episode. So let's <laughs> let's start. I think what you'll find is that our division strategies kind of mirror the multiplication strategies. And that makes sense because they're multiplication, right, they're inverse operations. I also want to point out to our listeners that just in case you didn't listen to the last three episodes, the table two that's in the mathematics glossary in the course common core state standards and i'll link it to the show notes please make sure that you have looked at for this purpose table two there are nine different multiplication and division situations that are on there and that it's not always just a times b equals c or c divided by b equals a and we're not always looking for as one of the kindergartners said quote the answer and i was like no it's not the answer it means the same value as no we were not doing multiplication division in kindergarten we were talking about the equal sign (laughs) yeah the first strategy we want to discuss is skip counting backwards Mm -hmm. or repeated subtraction yes And again, this goes back to our choral counting and count around the circle episode where not only do you need to have kids skip count forward, they need to do it backwards. Yes. That is going to set them up for such success with subtraction and division in every grade level. Yes. Through college. Yes. Like, keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so so important. I can't stress how important that is. And I, I do... Feel like we focus a lot on forward counting, forward counting always, and addition and multiplication, mm-hmm. but we don't always do subtraction and division. Well, again, I don't remember where I read or who I was listening to, but if the kids have that strong foundation of addition and multiplication, technically it should not be that big of an issue okay. to do the inverse. That makes sense. Right? If I know 6 plus 4 equals 10, and I have 10, and I subtract 6, I should know that there's 4 left. Yeah. Or I have 4 as my difference. Okay. All right. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better because I'm also, I feel more comfortable with addition and multiplication. The forward count. Right. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to, let's say, divide something, sometimes it is just easier to think of it as multiplication. Oh my gosh. You just got me thinking now about maybe that's one reason why fractions are so hard for kids. If they don't have that strong addition and multiplication reasoning and are able to do the opposite yeah if they can't do that opposite oh look at all those problems they're gonna have with with fractions yeah that's true anyway uh, let me copyright that idea (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) 
the example that I have here is similar to the example that I've shared before. Instead of counting on by two-tenths starting mm -hmm. at zero, mm -hmm. we can count backwards starting at five. So if we have <laughs> five divided by two-tenths. Mm -hmm. Let's start at five. Five. Go and around then, the circle or do right. choral counting. The answer is 25. So if you have a class of 20, you should be able to get, you know, you'll a repeat. More, right? right. You'll repeat a little bit, a few more kids, but maybe you can do that together as a class as you, you know, continue down. I hope that gives someone an idea to do that in the upper grades. Our second strategy is friendly numbers. Mm -hmm. And the example you and I were talking about was 96 divided by four. Listen, I don't have time for that. <laughs> so 96 is not friendly to me, but 100 is. Yeah. So if I have one more group of four that I'm putting in there, and now I have 100 groups of four, I can say, oh, there's 25 groups. And I know that at the end, I have to take one group away. So now it's 24. That That's was so much easier. So much easier. I mean, friendly numbers. Yes. Yeah. It's just about number sense at that point, though. Always. Because. It, to how many times have we said? I know. It, it always, always comes back to number sense. Always, always. Knowing the fact that you knew that 100 divided by 4 is equal to 25 mm -hmm. is because of dealing with money, right? Yes. Quarters. Which we know kids don't deal with money yeah. at all yeah. anymore. But again, it's, you know, we're trying to build that number sense. Yes. Anyway. All right. Number three is decomposing or breaking apart. And this is where distributive property really, mm -hmm. really comes in handy and can be modeled really well with decomposing the numbers. So the problem you asked me before we started was, all right, Laura, do 84 divided by six. And yes. I was like, no. <laughs> I said, but I know I can break apart 84 as 60 plus 24 because I know yeah. that 6 and 60 have a good relationship and yeah. that 6 and 24 have a good relationship. Yes. So I was able to solve that with no problem. Yes. And there's other ways that you could solve it. Of course. Of course. Of course. You could do... Oh, gosh. A, a zillion yeah. different ways. Yeah. There's... It's just about, again, flexibility. Yep. And knowing, having good number sense. Yep. Our yep. next strategy was talking about proportion and scaling. Because we talked about doubling and halving with... Yes. Multiplication. We were like, is there a way to to do this? And I think the example that we talked about yeah. is a good one to share with everybody. Well, we kept the 84 divided by 6. But yeah. we, what I did was I wrote it as a fraction because really scaling and proportions is a fraction. Yes. It's a, it's a ratio. It's a it's a percent. It's a it's a relationship between the numerator and the denominator. Yep. With our example 84 divided by 6, we discussed equivalent fractions. <laughs> and we went up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. We multiplied by 10. And that doesn't get us anywhere. No, it's 840 help. divided by 60. That's not helpful. Nope. Our next idea was to double it. Right. So we doubled both. Mm-hmm. So it's not doubling and having, it's doubling and doubling. Because we have to keep the same proportion, the Correct. same scale. Okay. And then we got 168 divided by 12. That still That's didn't help. no good. No. <laughs> so then we tried having, and that got us to 42 divided by 3. And that one was interesting for me because when I saw 42, I saw 21. I saw half of 42 is 21. This was Awesome. I mean, I watched you do this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which you would have captured this on film. <laughs> because then you have 21 
thirds plus 21 thirds, uh-huh. which is seven plus seven, which is 14. 14, which I mean, I mean that was that was beautiful. That, that was, was really, really nice. Really nice. Yeah. Again, though, it's because I can have see, sense. I can see that 42, that half of 42 is 21. If I don't see that, if I don't make that connection, mm-hmm. I can't go to that next step. No. And I, and knowing that 21 is, I know that that's divisible by three. Yes. Right. So it's all of these different elements that come in and to make sense of what you're doing. Oh, make sense. Number <laughs> sense. You got it. <laughs> Our fifth strategy is area model and arrays. And again, this is really emphasizing that when you teach this, teach it with meaning. And manipulatives. And manipulatives. Oh, we're going to call that M&M. <laughs> oh, I like that. Meaning, meaning and, and manipulatives. manipulatives. Yeah, because without it, it's just a procedure. It is. It is. And we, you and I discussed this before where we talked about 1,850 divided by 25. And if you literally just treat it as a procedure, it makes zero sense. Yeah. But if you see it as a larger rectangle that you can split up into smaller rectangular sizes, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it makes sense as length times width or, or division or an area divided by a length. And I said this on one of our previous episodes. I saw this at a conference years ago, which I was so mad. I never saw this before, but okay. So, you know, the house when we do long division and we still don't know what the heck that name is. So if anybody knows the name of that little... The long division sign. Yeah. What is that? Which, by the way, thank you to Hillary and Matthew from adding parents to the equation I found out, and I shared with you, that the division symbol, so it's the line with the dot on the top and the dot on the bottom, is called the obulus. I was like, oof, never heard that before. So Hillary and Matthew, if you know what the name of the long division symbol is, please let me know. Anyway, this one presenter had 12 in the center Uh for the area of a rectangle. So in the rectangle. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was our dividend. Okay. Four is on the left side, so that's our divisor. The length. The length. And we had to come up with the, the width. quotient right. or the width. Right. So we all drew a 12 in a big rectangle, put four on the left side. We all put the three on the top. Yeah. And then literally she took a pen or a highlighter or something and she highlighted the long division symbol on that rectangle. And the I was like. The length and the width. <gasps> I was like, why didn't I ever see that before? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. You shared that with me, and I've I've shown that to my students too. And mm-hmm. again, just showing those connections that these aren't just random, arbitrary, yeah, arbitrary, arbitrary. Yeah, and just like the division things. sign is what, like what I told you. It's the same as numerator. Like the dot is like a numerator, mm-hmm. and the dot is the denominator. And then you slant it, and the division sign. The obule no, no the vinculum the vinculum mm-hmm. is that fraction line yep or if you can slant it right if you slant that division sign there's your percentage right sign Ugh. it's all of these connections it's all connected yes. why didn't we learn this when know. we were in school and even the that vinculum vinculum that's the subtraction sign right which is repeated subtraction right again it's just yeah. Blowing <laughs> yeah. my mind. Yeah. With area model, obviously it blends itself very nicely to the next one. 
to the partial, next strategy. Partial quotients. I love this one. I shared with you this already, but I'm so mad <laughs> that I did not learn partial quotients in school. I'm I, mad I didn't learn any of these in school. But I'm really mad about partial quotients <laughs> because I did not like division and long division never made sense to me. You mean Gazenta? Gazenta? Five Gazenta oh. goes into... <laughs> You know, whatever. uh, was, no. No. It never made sense to me. And I remember when I got the job. Did you want to say God bless you to me when I said Gazenta? No, I was like, (laughs) what was that? When I got the job for for teaching fifth grade, Mm -hmm. I was was a little concerned of these things that I didn't know. And one thing that I told you, do you remember, was you have to teach me partial quotients. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what that even Mm -hmm. means. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you did, I'm like, that... (laughs) is so logical like that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. yeah you know why it's probably one of my favorite ones because the year before common core came out and i didn't even know that this was coming partial Mm -hmm. quotients i found it in a book and i taught it to a few of my fifth grade girls that i kept for like a lunch bunch kind of thing yeah one of the girls i'm facebook friends with now so i'm gonna tag her in this and and see if she uh if remembers. she remembers that story, yeah, or if she remembers that at all. She probably won't, but that's okay. I remember it. That's the mo- most important part. Yeah, and I think the beauty of partial quotients is the fact that it really plays on the kid's strengths. Yes. You know, what fact do you know? Exactly. What do you know of, if you have 1,512 divided by 36, what do you know? Well, do you know 36 times 10? Right. Yes? Great. Start there. Yep. It, it gives them... A starting point. Yes, a starting point that they can feel comfortable with. Yes. And not this convoluted, you know, do this first and... Gozinta. Gozinta. <laughs> <laughs> Which right. you end up writing the facts on the side anyways. Yeah, you do. You do. For, for larger numbers like that, mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying is that it just... Why don't I use what I know? Exactly. It just makes more sense. Use what I know. Yes. And you can use this for decimals. We haven't really talked about this. You know what? I think we're going to save fractions and decimals for another for fu- episode. future oh, episodes. Okay, all right. I'll have to write down all my thoughts about it then. Okay. <laughs> but honestly, I bet you we could talk about each operation using fractions. Absolutely. And each operation using decimals. Absolutely. All right. And our last then moving on is the standard algorithm, which basically is long division. And we want to reiterate just like we did in the previous episode that it really just is a shortcut. And it is just about teaching a procedure and a number of steps. And again, just a friendly reminder that in Florida, the standard algorithm is not taught until sixth Sixth grade. grade. And I don't know if it's like that with the Common Core, too. I don't remember. I think it might be. Because we got off Common Core standards a few years ago, so. Now, I know that with the best standards, it will be a fifth grade standard. It will be. But for the next, I think, two years, I will continue to not not teach it. Standard algorithm. You got that. Listeners, our challenge for you this week is to try one of the other strategies that we've talked about that you didn't learn growing up 
and let us know what happens. The proportions, the fractions, the scaling one, that one was kind of fun. So it, have fun with that one. Yeah. That one. That one's fun. It was fun. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag LearningThroughMath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.